Good morning and welcome to Daily Diversions. My name is Israel and it is a privilege to encourage you on this Monday morning. We are continuing on with our Follow Me Devotion series uh, and we're talking about the concepts of what does it mean to be a follower of Jesus? What does it look like walked out? What does it look like expressed? Uh, I've been preaching the last two weeks on this concept of following Jesus here in our Cape Town congregation and we've been unpacking the story of how Jesus calls to the disciples from the shore, both in Mark chapter 1, initially calling the disciples to follow him, and then later in John chapter 21, pulling the disciples back. And today, our devotion is based on a reading from John chapter 10. And it all comes to one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, which is John chapter 10, verse 10. But if you have your Bible with you, please read along with me. We're going to read John chapter 10, verses 1 to Ted today. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hears his voice, and he calls his bone sheep by name, and he leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the bed the sheep follow him. For they know his voice. A stranger they do not follow, but they will flee from him who do not know the voice of strangers. This, this figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pastor. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came so that you may have life and that you may have life above the plain. I came so that you may have life and have life abundantly. What an incredible promise we have from Jesus. This passage is incredible because he uses two stories over here. First tells the parable, and then the disciples just don't quite get it. And so then he explains the parable. And in this parable, he explains that there have been other people trying to lead the people of Israel, lead salvation. But he is the true door by which we must enter into. What is it that we enter into? We enter into the kingdom of God through the work of Jesus. And by entering into the kingdom of God through Jesus as the door, we experience life and life in its abundance. Jesus is saying that there's other gates pretending to be true gates. That just doesn't lead to life. It leads to a life that is to kill, steal, and destroy. The life that the thief, the enemy of God wants us to lead. I'm reminded of the passage in John chapter 21. I mean, I'm back to it a little bit yesterday, Cape Town, which is the story of Peter pointing to the young apostle John, and he says to Jesus, what about him? And Jesus responds to him, what is that to you? You follow me. Our faith is a corporate work. We believe together. We worship together. We partake of communion together. But our following of Jesus is an individualistic one. We each individually need to follow Jesus. 
I cannot walk the path that another person has to live with God. And sometimes we we enter into such a place of comparison by looking at other people and why is he experiencing a breakthrough? Why is he experiencing favor? Why is he experiencing a, a door opening for him when that's what I've been trusting for? And Jesus is looking to all of us and says, what is that to you? You follow me. It doesn't matter whether it's good or it's bad, where other people are experiencing goodness and you are not experiencing goodness. Yes, can you celebrate their path and also understand that I am walking a unique path with you. You follow me. Jesus, in this passage, he also talks about sheep knowing his voice. Often I've spoken to people and they ask the question, how can I know whether the sense of calling inside of me is just myself speaking or maybe the enemy trying to deceive me or is this the voice of God? How do you discern if it is the voice of God? And the answer is easy. You get to know the voice of God by spending time with God. If out of a room of a hundred people, your day was called by, let's say, a family member, let's say your mother, you immediately know called your name because of relationship. You know the voice. And so we get to discern which voice is God's voice in the midst of a whole bunch of other voices trying to call us, tell us to go different directions by intentionally spending time with God. It's important to remember that Christianity isn't the label we wear. We aren't Christian merely because we believe in God. If that was the measurement by which we defined whether someone is a Christian or not, purely unbelief, one might argue that perhaps even the demons of our Christians, which we know they're not. Belief isn't a measuring step. The point was never to just believe in God. The point was for us to become Christ-like, for Christ to be at work within us, for us to go through a work of sanctification, and in obedience to follow Jesus and to become like Jesus. It's sort of like applying for a gym membership and paying for the gym membership. And you keep on telling people, I've got a gym membership, but you never go to the gym. What's the point of telling people you have a gym membership if you're never going to go um, to the gym to actually work out? And just like working out requires consistency, Faith requires consistently for us to experience the exceedingly abundant life that Jesus talks about here in John chapter 10 or said, we have to walk out our faith and shocking revelation, following Jesus, walking of Jesus looks like following Jesus and walking of Jesus. It's like the shocking revelation that you now need to go to the gym after he was gone into your gym membership. We need to learn how to walk in our faith with him together. And as we spend time with him, as we get to know him, we start knowing his voice and we start being led and led, being led by him. And we won't be led astray. So when other voices do come, we can look in the midst of a whole bunch of voices and say, that is the voice of my shepherd. That is the voice of my savior. I know it. I recognize it because I have spent the time with him. I hope today's been encouragement for you. Can we pray quickly? Holy Spirit, thank you for continuously leading us and guiding us. Will you lead us into bold truth? Will you lead us into deeper relationship with Jesus that we may come to know his voice together? And Father, will you show us where perhaps sometimes we've stagnated in our, in our decision-making, stagnated in our obedience, stagnated in our following of you, 
because of an inability to properly discern whether this opportunity or this thing presented to us is that opportunity in the will of God. Be with us today and always in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in this morning. We're going to see you again tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Have a blessed Monday.